Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 1069. March 29th, 1937. During meditation today, I saw the Lord in great beauty, and he said to me, Peace be to you, my daughter. My whole soul trembled with love for him, and I said, O Lord, although I love you with all my heart, please do not appear to me, because my spiritual director has told me that these sudden appearances of yours arouse the suspicion that you could be an illusion. And although I love you more than my own life, and I know that you are my Lord and God who are communing with me, I must above all be obedient to my confessor. Jesus listened to my words with gravity and kindness and spoke these words to me. Tell your confessor that I commune with your soul in such an intimate manner because you do not steal my gifts. And this is why I pour all these graces upon your soul, because I know that you will not hoard them for yourself. But as a sign that his prudence is agreeable to me, you shall not see me, and I will not appear to you in this way until you have given him an account of what I have just said. April 2nd, 1937. In the morning, during Mass, I heard these words, Tell the Superior that I want adoration to take place here for the intention of imploring mercy for the world. O my Jesus, you alone know what my heart is going through. O my strength, you can do all things, and though I expose myself to great sufferings, I shall always remain faithful to you because I am sustained by your singular grace. April 3rd, 1937. Today the Lord said to me, Tell the Reverend Professor, Father, probably Father Theodore, that I desire that on the Feast of my Mercy he deliver a sermon about my fathomless mercy. I fulfilled God's wish, but the priest did not want to acknowledge the Lord's message. When I left the confessional, I heard these words, Do as I tell you, and be at peace. This matter is between him and me. You will not be held responsible for this. April 4, 1937, Low Sunday, that is, the Feast of Mercy. In the morning, after Holy Communion, my soul was immersed in the Godhead. I was united to the three divine persons in such a way that when I was united to Jesus, I was simultaneously united to the Father and to the Holy Spirit. My soul was flooded with joy beyond understanding, and the Lord gave me to experience the whole ocean and abyss of his fathomless mercy. Oh, if only souls would want to understand how much God loves them. All comparisons even if they were the most tender and the most vehement, are but a mere shadow when set against the reality. When I was united to the Lord, 
I came to know how many souls are glorifying God's mercy. When I went for adoration, I heard these words. My beloved daughter, write down these words, that today my heart has rested in this convent, the Krakow House. Tell the world about my mercy and my love. The flames of mercy are burning me. I desire to pour them out upon human souls. Oh, what pain they cause me when they do not want to accept them. My daughter, do whatever is within your power to spread devotion to my mercy. I will make up for what you lack. Tell aching mankind to snuggle close to my merciful heart, and I will fill it with peace. Tell all people, my daughter, that I am love and mercy itself. When a soul approaches me with trust, I fill it with such an abundance of graces that it cannot contain them within itself, but radiates them to other souls. Here, Jesus appears to St. Faustina during her meditation, and he conveys the gift of his peace to her. How we could all use that gift in the world today. Faustina is overwhelmed with love. She is ever obedient and asks Jesus not to appear to her because her spiritual director says that his sudden appearances could be an illusion. Jesus promises not to appear to her until she tells her confessor what Jesus said. He said that Faustina doesn't steal the graces that he shares with her and hoard them for herself. They are for the world. Jesus is confident that the confessor will recognize that these words would not have come from St. Faustina or the evil one. Jesus then asks Faustina to tell her superior that he wants Eucharistic adoration in that chapel to implore mercy for the world. I believe there is adoration in that Krakow chapel till today. If it's not in the old chapel where Faustina's tomb is, I know there is a Eucharistic Adoration Chapel on the grounds of the International Shrine of the Divine Mercy in Krakow. Jesus asks Faustina to have the chaplain preach about mercy on the feast. Faustina asks him, but he didn't want to go along with God's plan or acknowledge that it could have come from Jesus. Jesus tells Faustina that she did her part now it is between Jesus and the priest. Jesus wants the world to know of his mercy. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of 
divine mercy in my soul. The Diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book. Available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.